Hello! Uh, welcome today. Uh, we're going to be playing uh, Call of Cthulhu today, 7th edition. Uh, yeah! Excited. Yeah! Oh. yeah. Very. <laughs> right. We are going to be playing in Arkham, Massachusetts. Um, Never heard of it. <laughs> yeah, it's, Is this uh, a real place? <laughs> no. No. Uh, so uh, the character... Hmm. How do I want to introduce you guys and introduce the story um think yeah i think i think the way that i am going to start this off is uh two people two players work at arkham asylum you've got um father elijah flanagan spencer's character hello and then we've got douglas rhodes who is an attendant there hello and it's played by tara my wife yes yes And so uh, our story is going to start off where there is a uh, person who is getting brought into Arkham Asylum, and uh, this person is raving delirium. There is Bartibus J. Swindley, uh, who just Very got admitted, name. and um, he is um, he was. One afternoon, he was kind of like running through the streets, mad, yelling, screaming at the top of his lungs. Uh, the police picked him up, and he was just in this constant state of delirium. And so he was um, brought to Arkham Asylum, and this guy was just flailing about. And uh, he was actually put into a straitjacket and uh, kind of put into the place. And um, in the scene, there is um, a the there is a terrorist character. Uh, Douglas Rhodes, who is kind of the asylum attendant who's sort of forcing him down. And then we've got um, our uh, father, Elijah Flanagan. And then we also have a medical doctor as well as a um, psychotherapist. Um, it is a therapist as well as a medical doctor. And um, the characters are kind of uh, talking to him like, what's going on? What happened to you? And he's like, I'm being followed. I'm being tracked. And um, the doctor is, you know, having this conversation with him. And uh, hmm, who? What is it? Um, what's uh, what's what's been going on? And he's like, "There's this person, Hagdath. He's been following me around everywhere I go. And um, even right now, he's in here with me. And um." And the um, the psych the psychologist is like, hmm, yes, okay. And he's just taking notes. He's very calmly, like he just does not like he sees this all the time. Average Tuesday. <laughs> and um, he's talking to them, and um, they um, they're sort of talking to him, figuring out what's going on. But the guy is is delirious. He's kind of out of it. And uh, eventually they say, hmm, okay, and. He's talking to the doctor and asking, like, what kind of medication would you, you know, recommend for this kind of a thing? Well, it'd be, you know, this kind of medication uh, for this, because he's obviously having this mental issue. He's like, it's not mental! You're mental! You're all mental! And, um, like, hmm, okay. And they, um, they go to, like, leave, and he's like, no, you can't! Don't leave me in here with him! And they're like, uh, sir, I won't do anything to you. <laughs> Not you. Okay. 
Uh, but do give me, like, if you have any particular persuasion, um, just to, or actually your appearance, like, are you a pleasant person to be in there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, is, what does Douglas look like? Douglas is a big guy who's not all that attractive. <laughs> <laughs> okay, got it. Who, uh, yeah, let's let's give uh, this persuasion a shot here. Um, yeah, okay, so sorry about that. My appearance is a 30, and I got a 37. Oh, okay, 30. <laughs> yeah. It's a tough role for you, but it's like your character's kind of stoic. Like, I don't mean you nothing. And um, he's, uh, he's still just very panicked, very worried. Um, and... The doctor, the doctor, and the psychologist just go to leave. I was like, "Come on, let's let's go." It's like, "No, don't leave me in here with them." Um, okay. and my character is there too, right? Yeah, correct. Okay. Um, so Father Flanagan would, as go turning to follow the doctors, would turn back and be like, "It's all right, son. God is with you. You are not alone." <laughs> Uh, the right, Holy you Spirit to... is with you. Do you want me to do a persuasion? I couldn't tell if that was, was Ben not... laughing or the character. <laughs> I would have. Poor I Kato would have thought books. it really funny if you did fast talk. <laughs> uh, is this persuasion? Yeah. Okay. Well, oh, that's a seventy-one. But my persuasion is eighty. Hey, hey, hey! You know he he like he he does actually start to calm down a little bit. <laughs> um, okay. who is this Hagdath you keep mentioning? It's someone keeps following me around. They're everywhere. He's it's I don't know. Now, now, son, I need you to calm down. You said the, he was here. You didn't want to be left alone with him. Is he here now? Yes. Yes. Um oh. so what happens is as as you were doing that the the psych, the therapist kind of like taps you on the shoulder and says, "Can we can we talk? Can I talk to you uh Flanagan outside Father Flanagan?" Um yes. And he uh, they, he kind of s- steps you out, and he's he basically says like, look, you know, it's entertaining these kinds of notions, you know, asking those types of questions. Like it once once we have diagnosed someone and figured out that it is a delirium, uh, you know, it is um, it's usually best to not try and entertain this too much. Like. Um, now, would it be a psychology or a psychoanalyst to um, kind of like do my own observation of the person? Of the person? That would be psychoanalysis because the way that it works in Call of Cthulhu is psychology is reading a person kind of like your insight role, whereas psychoanalysis analysis is um, like, like uh, if someone is damaged. Like it's it's like more gotcha, of a medical. Gotcha. Okay, then never mind, because I have psychology. I don't have psychoanalysis. <laughs> okay. Right, but if I'll you bet. are if uh, you are still interested in reading this guy over using psychology, I'll still allow it. Um Yeah. Well, I mean, no, I, I guess at this point Father Flanagan would turn to the um 
the actual psychologist and be like, oh, uh, my apologies. I just wanted to try to give the patient some peace of mind before we left him. Oh, that's respectable. I understand. As I leave the room, we're leaving him in a in his own cell, right? Yeah, correct. Cool. Then I will. I'm assuming. Sorry, I'm assuming that I have the keys since I'm an attendant. Yeah, correct. Um. Then I will uh, behind them. I'll walk out and lock the door. Okay, got it. Uh, are you going to be staying in the room with them? No, no, no. Sorry, I'm. I. I'll okay, walk once out they with leave, them then you lock, lock the door. Yeah. Okay, got it. And I'll go about my other duties. Okay, got it. Um, and so uh, you lock him in the room, and he feels a lot more calmed down because you were able, because um, father was able to talk to him and kind of calm him down a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, then we are going to cut over to, um, who is it? Uh, all right. So there are going to be some documents that are going to arrive. We have a museum <laughs> curator, and then we have an, a librarian. Mm-hmm. So uh, there were some documents that are going to be coming in. So I'm trying to figure out if they should go the museum curator or the museum or the librarian first. Uh. Hmm. Let me think. Could do if, a die roll. If they're <laughs> old, like uh, I might've brought them in or they might've been sent to me for the museum. And then I would have like, honestly, because we kind of established that like uh, Rachel and Rose are, are, are buddies, are friends in the, in the mm-hmm. academic yes. field. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I would have invited her. They come into the museum, and um, and actually, I'll I'll just have both of your characters be there, where it's like, oh, yeah. they come into the museum, and then the librarian is invited in. Yeah. Or I could just I could have been over for for lunch or something. <laughs> okay. <got it. laughs> um, but anyway, uh, your characters, um, <clears throat> someone, um, so someone comes in. Uh, they present you with these. Uh, they send you this materials. And uh, this was one of the old effects of uh, Bartibus. And they're like, okay, we need you to, to look at this. They are, um, your characters look at them. And what they, these are is these are um, uh, these burned manuscripts where it just has scraps of paper. And uh, there's kind of this, um, it's called, these, uh, you look it over, they're, fr- they're called the Thornblood manuscripts. And these documents were kind of like burned out. Uh, sections and um from hearing it what apparently happened is that there people were like digging like they were doing some kind of construction and uh they said hey there's all these like pieces of paper scraps of paper that are like really old that are like burned and so we need someone to like appraise them and like look at it and see if these are actually valuable or not and uh on the name you do in fact see the name hagdath and uh there are bits of kind of scraps of text saying that kind of the old colonies used to worship this particular name um and that uh there was someone that lived in the forest supposedly who went by that name um but the problem is that the documents are very very burned mm. okay i i think when those documents uh like get revealed and like the two of us kind of get a look at what they are rachel's just saying go ooh, <laughs> <laughs> huh um you know i'm can i actually attempt to appraise it <laughs> Um, yeah, sure. Uh, you can do, um, an, oh yeah, do you actually have a praise? I forget if that's I do, because I'm a music okay, cool. <laughs> Oh, 
Oh god, it's out of the way. Oh, well that's an 18 and I got a 45 for my appraisal, so. Hey. Nice. These are actually still very uh historically valuable. Uh trader or collectors would not value them probably that much like but his historicity wise like there's not there is a thornblood manu- uh, manuscripts which kind of went around that with like detailed early life in the colonies um and they a lot of them got destroyed or were ruined or something like that so these are particularly like they're valuable more from a history point of view okay so, so it is so for the museum these, <laughs> so would you be saying that these are like the missing parts of something that has already been found um, there is, um, unfortunately it's like no other copies exist right now. Okay. Okay. So these are the only things that exist of these. I get you. <laughs> then that as Rose is like, kind of like looking at it, studying it, she pulls down a book from in her office, just kind of looking at things and you'd see her increasingly get excited about it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Got it. Um, it is, were they just delivered via mail or were they brought by people who found it? Uh, they were brought via, or they were sent via mail. Okay. Oh, this is uh, incredible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rachel's going to ask you, um, do, do we know where these were found? Uh, yes. Uh, you do, in fact, uh, kind of get information on the dig site, the area where they were found. Uh, was it here in Arkham? Yeah, correct. Okay. Yeah. Um, then we are going to cut back over to... Um, what is it? Um, we're going to cut back over to Arkham Asylum. And um, so there's, um, so what happens is Doug is kind of, Douglas is kind of doing the rounds and notices that there was still some yelling on occasion from various patients and stuff. But um, the room where the, uh, where Bartibus had been staying is quiet now. Mm. And as far as I know, I haven't given him anything. Yeah, correct. To calm him down. It was only the father's words that did it. Yeah, I'm going to go check that out real quick. <laughs> okay. Uh, you are going to... Uh, so you kind of go over to it. You unlock the door and you like open it up or you slide a thing, kind of look in. And what you see is um, the uh, the character Bartibus, a dead body. He is hung from the neck. Ooh. His oh. straight jacket is open and undone. And um, there's kind of a piece of cloth kind of tied around, and he's hanging from the neck, dead. Give me a willpower ch- save. Oh. <laughs> or roll sanity. There we go. It's like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> yeah, so my, soul, my sanity is 60, and I just rolled 60, so... Nice. But this is still a little bit jarring since we're starting. You're going to take 1d4 of sanity damage. Okay. All right. He, Douglas stands back and he's more unsettled by it Mm -hmm. because he's seen it before. I only took one point of sanity. Okay, got it. Oh, nice. That's (laughs) that's pretty well done. Um, But so you're like, oh, like this is kind of like weird it's it's different it's very different so i'm gonna uh shout for my other attendant to um let the doctors know okay and to round people up because we need to do last rites and everything and i'm gonna start bringing him down okay got it uh so you bring him down the doctor comes over um kind of like pronounces him dead um it's like yeah there's um, kind of the rigor mortis and everything has sort of set in. Um, and you guys uh, are wheeling him away. 
uh, and the uh, father, Elijah, I believe, Flanagan, you are, in fact, doing the last rites on him, correct? Yeah, I would do all of that stuff. Okay. (laughs) It would be up to you because he did, from what we can tell right now, it was suicide. So it's up to you whether you want to do last rites or what kind of... I mean, he still is dead, so I would do last rites, even though it's suicide. I mean, that's between him and God. Okay. As you are doing the last rites, your hands are kind of out and down, and um, you're doing your thing. Um, Roll me a dexterity. Roll me a dexterity as his head snaps forward and bites your hand. Whoa! Whoa! So I am rolling dexterity, and I'm trying to just beat my dexterity, or I'm trying to do dodge. Uh, it is. Um, it is actually sorry. It is a, actually dodge. Cool. Oh, I no. rolled a ninety, <laughs> which is not going to do it. <laughs> okay. So he, in fact, bites your hand. Uh, roll me. Uh, it is actually going to be one d three of damage. So roll a six sided die. Take half of that. Um, I missed if I'm a... still around the body, I would uh, Douglas would want to like punch the face. Like, okay, got it. So I rolled a four. Um, so as I take that happens, but two damage, two damage, and roll me Constitution. Oh Jesus! To see if your hand breaks. Ah. Oh geez. Jesus! I realized I needed write my hit points differently so I know where my max is and what my current is. Um, so when do we I... fight the Tauros <laughs> demon in this Dark Souls world? What you did what? My constitution's my dumb stat! <laughs> <laughs> my hand breaks! <laughs> it was my left hand. I would have been doing the oh, whole no. thing. How much did you fail by? Because it's like... it's. Oh, I my con is 30 and I rolled a 66. Oh, buddy. <laughs> uh, you hear the bones crunching in his hand oh! as it's getting bit. And um, so what's going to happen then is um, Douglas is going to punch him. Uh, do you want to roll an unarmed attack? Absolutely. So do I, would I just roll damage? No, no. So my unarmed attack is, sorry. Is it fighting brawl? Uh, yeah, correct. It would be a brawl. Perfect. Okay, cool. And I'm going to give you a boost die because reasons. Thank you. (laughs) Appreciate that. There we go. 56 out of 65. Okay, got it. Uh, So you punch and the the head lets go. It lays back down and it's, you hear a voice say, you're going to be in here with me. And it's, his voice sounds different. From what he did earlier, and then he just lays on the gurney, totally normal. Okay. And so both of you are going to give me a sanity check. (laughs) And this is based off of our willpower, right? Yeah, correct. Oh, yeah, sanity. Yeah, you're basically rolling willpower. Oh, okay. I panicked because I read my dice wrong. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) You're fine. I got a nine. (laughs) Okay. Nine is really good. Um, because this is kind of freaky in the start, uh, you are going to take, um, it is going to be uh, 1d4 of mental damage. So you roll me that, and for Douglas, what was your number? I got a 34 out of 59. Okay. You are going to take um, 1d2 of simple oh, okay. mental damage. 
So D4 oh, I have and a D2. Oh, no, it's out over there. Coin. <laughs> well, no, it's a spell book. It's got one and two on it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Took one point of... Okay, so your character is actually like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you deal with enough crazy people every day. Right, you I know when, like, someone's three. faking it, someone's doing weird stuff. Granted, him breaking your hand, that sucks. Yeah, you Father know, Eliza what? just holding his I mean, hand. he also was declared dead, but we'll just gloss that over. <laughs> 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 um, then we're going to cut over to... Um, Mm, who we're we gonna do first? Uh, yeah, we're gonna cut over to Rachel, the our librarian, mm-hmm. uh, who uh, you are at home, and it's nighttime, and uh, you're in bed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you went to Reading. bed, and <laughs> <laughs> you you read and you went to bed, and uh, you're having trouble sleeping. You're just okay. like you kind of toss and turn, and you think you see something in the window, and you kind of look over, and there's nothing. I can relate to this. All right. (laughs) (laughs) And you think you see something else and you kind of like, you're starting to fall asleep and your eyes sort of close. And then uh, you immediately wake up and you notice that there's kind of light streaming in from under your door from your house. I assume you're at a house. Yep. Yeah. That, that's going to get like a breath caught in my throat. Okay. Cause uh, she 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 she's definitely not the kind of woman that would uh, forget to get turned out. She checks everything before she goes to sleep. So, yeah, that that's that's kind of freaky. Um, don't particularly want to go check it, but at the same time, I think she will. Um, I think her first thought's going to be that it's a burglar. But uh, yeah, so she's gonna. I I I would like her to try to quietly go over and check the door, look out the door. Okay, got it. Uh, so you uh, give me, I'm trying to remember what a stealth check in, I think it's, it's stealth. stealth. It is stealth. There we go. It is okay. stealth. Success. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, luckily, um, uh, uh, Rachel, uh, her father was a thief and she and he taught her a lot of sneaky stuff. <laughs> so she's got you know, some like, pretty good stealth. Don't step on broken bottles. Yeah, yeah, don't... you know. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I got a 33 out of 80, so... Okay, so, oh, wow, that's incredible. So you are very quietly opening the door, and um, there's kind of light coming from down the hallway. It seems like the light is in the living room. Mm-hmm. I guess, uh, do I hear anything? You do not hear, er, you do not hear anything. Um, then I think she's going to keep going towards where that is, where it's coming from. Um, you see kind of, uh, as you go in that direction, uh, you get over there and you see on the table, there is just a candle sitting there and it's lit. Okay. Uh, no one around, I'm assuming. Correct. Um, I think she's going to do a quiet sweep of her house going through and checking the front door, the back door, making sure that the windows are all closed and locked. Uh, and kind of looking through the house and checking the rooms and whatnot as quietly as she can to to see what's going on before investigating any further with that candle. Do, do I? Does she recognize the candle? Um. Uh. She. Uh. Yeah. It's it's her ca- candle. That's okay. Lit, okay. And she would yeah, have yeah, it yeah, lit yeah. before, like reading before bed. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I just want to. I want to um, make sure that nobody's so going breaking into houses hidden. and leaving candles. Uh. All right. I didn't put a lot. I didn't put anything in here. So I was, I don't know. 
Oh, oh no. Uh, yeah, no, I did, I, I did not. I did not pass. Okay. <laughs> uh, I got a 48, and uh, my spot hit is 25. Okay. You go around the house. You don't notice anything. Oh, good. Good. Great. She thinks that's great. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> this is good news to her. This is terrifying to me. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, w- with that, like, uh, she might just kind of pass off her head, like, oh, maybe I, I left left it on. I didn't put it out. So she maybe like she'll even go as far in her head of like, oh, maybe there was like a little bit of an ember left and it just kind of grew over time. And she's just going to take the candlestick, uh, you know, like, what do they call it? Candle putter outer? Oh, like, yeah. One of those things. That put it out. <laughs> yeah. One of those things that just like do it. And then again, and then again, <laughs> and then like three times real quick to make sure it's okay. out. <laughs> uh, so you put it out and the thing goes out and you're in darkness. Mm-hmm. And, um, you hear kind of behind you a voice say, I don't like the darkness. Okay. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> um, damn, because she would keep Roll her... Roll me g- your sanity check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, I would like to roll in and out of game. Uh, <laughs> Um, oh yeah, I'm good. I got a 45 uh, out of 70. You're still going to take uh 1d4, so roll me a d4. Ooh. Yeah, that didn't do her good. She took four points of sanity damage. You guys are doing great on your sanity check. <laughs> Tara's doing f- phenomenal. <laughs> She's like, ah, this is nothing. I'm fine. Yeah. I mean, I, I also got my hand broken while it was yeah. like talking, Yeah, no, you got, so. <laughs> you got fucked up. <laughs> um okay um and i think with that she's gonna scramble for the matches next to the candle and relight it okay got it the light comes back on uh yeah she's gonna sweep the does she see anything <laughs> behind her now i'm assuming not because this is a fucking <laughs> horror film <laughs> <laughs> pennywise went back to the sewer uh <laughs> Yeah, um, she's she's gonna re-sweep that house, um, but first she's gonna go grab the the small revolver that she keeps in her 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 bed or dress or nightstand. I can say words. Word. Voices freak me out. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's in there that she got from that's like a hand me down from her father. Um, okay. And then just kind of like go around and like just point the gun at every room. Like, fuck this room. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck this room too. (laughs) All right. We are going to then cut over to Rose Patterson, um, who it's at night for you. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, you, uh, you're kind of having a similar thing to him, which is that like, oh, it's, you know, you're by yourself. Like you kind of hear something and you look, it's like, there's nothing there. And it's just, it's kind of, an uncomfortable feeling that you have and you go into the bathtub and you're like taking a bath and you kind of, you put your head underneath the water. And as you go down underneath the water, a hand physically holds you down.
Hey, I hope you're enjoying this episode of the Thornblood Manuscripts, uh, but we're going to take a quick intermission and give out some loot and make a few announcements like we do normally on these actual play episodes. Uh, so the first thing we're going to do is our Champions Loot, which is a segment we have on the normal show where we give out a code for Idle Champions, which is a Dungeons & Dragons game that you can play on pretty much any platform right now. Uh, so let's give out that code real quick. Uh, it is P-I-O-N-I-G-G-S. M-O-S-T. You can put that code into Idle Champions, like I said, on pretty much any platform, and get a free gold chest on us, and then take a screenshot of it and send it to us on Twitter at Difficulty Class, and uh, we'd love to see what you get, like purples, shinies, all that fun stuff, so you can kick evil's butt. Uh, the next thing we want to talk about is... Uh, DMs Guild it has several bundles right now uh, that support Black Lives Matters and um, many other foundations that are fighting the good fight along with them. DMs Guild, along with uh, Drive Through RPG, both have these bundles going on, and they support Black creators and they support everything that Black Lives Matter is trying to do right now. So I we really encourage you to go over there and take a look at it, get some you know fun things to play and also support a good cause uh so uh, we did tweet out something on wednesday about it but uh it is pretty easy to find on their website right now um next on sunday we're going to be putting out a bonus episode because sunday is actually our one year anniversary of difficulty class uh which is still insane to say um so we're going to put out a quick episode that's talking about some of the favorite our favorite things that we've talked about and some of the things that We've gotten out of the show that we didn't expect, and we'd love to hear from you as well. We're recording it the day this goes up, so the time's a little short, but you can send in your uh, memories or favorite things to difficultyclass at gmail.com, and we'd love to read them even if they don't make it onto the show. Um, and speaking of writing in, if uh, you want to, you can uh, write into difficultyclass@gmail.com with what you think of uh, the current actual play show and you know the adventure that Ben's running for us and what we're doing in it and the creepiness of it. Anything that you want to you want to send in and talk about, we might even read them here on the intermissions uh, to you know start a little dialogue about uh, the game itself. But uh, that's all the time that I'm going to take up from you. So enjoy the rest of the game. drowning big fear okay uh i would like to struggle okay, okay. uh roll me a strength saving throw oh. I, I rolled a like seven <laughs> nice nice also i want a shirt that says i would like to struggle <laughs> like to struggle um, Great, my nervous laugh so you start flailing like ah, ah, ah. And eventually the hand kind of comes off of you and you push out of the water and look around and there is nothing there. <laughs> I immediately get out, <laughs> unplug the water and just grab whatever lighting I was using, like, and just kind of look around. <laughs> just this. Okay. And I would actually, I would actually call out be like, Hey, <laughs> Nothing answers your call. 
And uh, I would grumble my way as I still have suds, <laughs> I'm assuming, <laughs> on me. But I'm not going back in the water <laughs> as I'm just kind of grumbling my way back to just my room. <laughs> okay. I am now actually going to pass it off to you guys. If anyone has anything they want to do, you can let me know uh, in uh, particular during that period of time. Father, how's your hand doing? Yeah, I would like to try to wrap up my hand or like put a splint or something for it. Okay, got it. Maybe see a doctor. <laughs> I mean, we, I, will, I, I, have I will trained. just let you do that. You can put okay. a splint on and everything. Because, like yeah, like I have first aid and stuff and we're... In a, an asylum, I assume I'd be able to get the materials to actually do that. Okay. I'm still going to say it's going to take time for it to heal, so if something yeah. needs two hands, like, you're going to be down one hand. But... Yeah, yeah. But I would definitely do what I could for the bite marks, like, disinfect it, and then, like, actually splint it so it can start healing, rather than just walking around with a fucked up hand. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um... I, I'm going to roll for myself to see if Rachel's going to do something. Oh, yeah, she totally is. Okay. Um, she, we, we're, we, so we, uh, Rose and I, we have houses. We do, would we have landlines? Yeah, at correct. This point? Each, e everyone has a, has access to a phone. Okay. I, I, Rachel is going to call, um, uh, Rose even at this late hour freaked <laughs> out. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, so Rose gets a ring, 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 ring. The the phone goes off. I'm awake. <laughs> I answer <laughs> it. <laughs> it's kind of like abrupt where I'm like, yes. <laughs> and, uh, uh, Rose is oh, um, uh, did, uh, did I wake you? It doesn't sound like I woke you. <laughs> she sounds genuinely grumpy. <laughs> no, no. I, I, I don't know. It's just. I had, a, um, I had an incident in the bathroom. Uh, <laughs> so once again, when she says that, breath catches in Rachel's throat, <laughs> and she's like, "I, I had, I had something happen here. I, the, there was a candle that was on, and I don't remember. I remember putting it out, and when I put it out again, a, there was a voice behind me. I'm really freaked out right now. I should, I think I should call the cops." I looked through the whole house, but I can't find anyone. Yeah. If you want, I can either come to you while we wait for the cops to come, or you can come over to my place. You shouldn't be alone I, right now. I'm going to give her another roll, because I like doing this roll to see what she wants to do. <laughs> um, oh, okay. Well, you know, she. so because she's taken sanity damage, she's not going to be smart enough to uh, to call the cops. Um, <laughs> Um, so she, uh, she's going to say, uh, no, they, they might think I'm crazy. Um, I, can I just come over to your place? There was like a hesitancy and she's like, yeah, yeah. You know what? Just Rachel, just come on over. Um, I'll have the light on for you. Um, so Rachel will make her way over there. She is bringing her gun <laughs> because <laughs> right now it's the closest thing to a safety blanket. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh Rose is just kind of up now. She's essentially making sandwiches for the two of them. They're up. Anyway, so. <laughs> putting on a pot of tea. Yeah, literally. She's just like, I'm anything to do aside from just waiting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do we want to just you know, cut over to her to Rachel being there, or? Yeah, sure. You can. We can cut over to. She just arrives. 
I think Rachel's going to ask you what happened to you. You'll see her hair is still like wet and stringy because there's still <laughs> soap in there. And she'll just be like, I don't know. It's like, I think, okay, it's going to sound weird, but I swear to God, I felt a hand holding me under the water. Now, it could just be that my neck, you know, like, twinged, and so I couldn't physically move it for a hot second. You know how that is when you stand up too fast, and it's like, yeah. yeah. But this was, like, under the water, so it was poor timing. Um, yeah, that's, it was weird. Yeah, uh, Rachel goes, I, I guess that could explain, I mean, for, for me, it could just be an auditory hallucination. Those happen, right? She kind of narrows her eyes at her and says, yeah, I mean, we have a whole place where that happens a lot. <laughs> She's like, oh, I don't want to go there. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't want you to go there either. So how about we just we just drink this tea, we talk about it out, figure it out maybe, because there's got to be an explanation for it like there always is. <laughs> I, I, I think they're just going to kind of spend the rest of the night just sitting up and talking and that tea probably eventually turns to coffee yeah no, I, I went oh my god i just realized i went full velma there i'm like no there's a reasonable explanation there's a man in a mask <laughs> old man johnson you know him going around lighting people's candles yeah <laughs> old man uh, hag death <laughs> so before douglas... I, want, I want artwork of old man hag death <laughs> <laughs> before douglas leaves for the day i i would like to knock on the doctor's door Okay, got it. The, yeah. the, med- the medical professional. Not- okay, cool. You knock on this. Mm, yes. Uh, please, come in. Yes. Uh, what question do you have? Doc, he was dead. <laughs> <laughs> right to the point. I, has no- I-, I have nothing to-, to-, to freak out about right now. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What it's, happened? Uh, uh, um, you know, uh, potentially there might have been a... Mm, misdiagnosis maybe say or well muscle spasms you know in in death some i mean uh, okay uh, okay i mean mo- most of our m- most of the patients do shit themselves afterwards so that that's not too much of a <laughs> no 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 hold on i don't know about that man that's uh, he broke the father's hand that's not that's that's weird right Hmm. Uh, it's uh, uh, you know a lot of things in medical are uh, very. There are many unusual situations that you have in kind of medical situations, and the body doesn't all die at, at once. You know, it's a it's a process. Okay. Okay. So, have you have y'all had a chance to look at the body yet? Uh. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll take another look at the body. Okay, because I don't, I like. Was it a snapped neck? Was it strangulation? Like I don't know what it is, and I don't know where my accent's going. It's going all over the place. I'm okay. sorry about that. Uh, he <laughs> explains like, well, it was uh, it was in fact strangulation. You know, the blood and circulation got caught off to the brain, and it caused them to uh, perish. Mm. Mm. All right. Well, I got to get back home to the kid. Uh, you make sure that the doc that the Father's all right. Mm, yes, yes. I'll, I'll keep. Uh, I'll keep my eye on him. All right. Thanks, man. Well, I'll see you tomorrow. And Douglas will get up and walk out the doors and get go get his duffel bag and everything. Um. So. Uh. 
The uh, we are going to uh, we're actually going to have it's going to be uh, Father Elijah Flanagan. Yep. Um, you are like, huh? That was weird. And uh, unless you want to do anything, we'll cut to your night. Okay. Um, I mean, after getting the hand bandaged up and maybe talking briefly with the doctor that was there, uh, he would finish his daily routines and then head home. Okay, got it. Um, so your character is at home at night. Um, and you are, uh, we're just, uh, we're going to do a, 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 re- a spot hidden roll. Just uh, when you go to bed, spot hidden. <laughs> you no like reason at all. No yeah, reason. Like Everyone spots hidden be before they difficulty. go to sleep. <laughs> oh, it's going to be a what? Hard difficulty. So I have a 65 in spot hidden. What does so that So it's half mean? of that. Half of that. So yep. 33. 33. Yeah, 33. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because you round up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 18. Ooh. Okay. Uh, 18. Or so. Okay, got it. Uh, so you um are at home. And um, you hear a clattering coming from your living room. All right. Um, and you can actually smell um, a bit of smoke. I'm going to... I smell smoke. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go... Pull the trunk, uh, the chest that I keep out, uh, keep under my bed, like out from under the bed, but then, um, like think about it and actually just go investigate where the smell of smoke is coming from and where I heard the clattering. Okay. Um, so you go, um, into your, uh, kind of kitchen area and you have this like wood fire stove or like a heater. Actually, it would be a heater, and there is a um, a coal heater. Sorry, it would be coal, and um, a lot of the coal is actually out on the floor, burning. Ooh, ooh, and causing a small fire. I'm going to grab like the nearest towel or something and start trying to like stamp this out. Uh, roll me. Give me a. Uh, that's going to be a luck roll. <laughs> Okay. That's fair. <laughs> nope. 73 and I have a 50 in luck. Okay. Uh, the uh, the towel catches on fire. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. Um, okay. Do Well, if I have a, 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 like a coal heater, I would have like one of the shovels for the coals, right? Yeah, correct. Could I try to start shoveling stuff back into the, um, or is the fire just getting out of hand at this point? Uh, roll me, that would be uh, dex. Just roll me. Dex. Um, okay. Yep. I'm also doing this all one-handed. So. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that. So that would be a minus 10%. Okay, well, I have a 60 index and I rolled a 19 Okay, nice. So you are like able to uh, like put it up, and the fire was there, uh, but it takes you a few minutes to like just put everything out, and the floor has these like charred pieces on it. It's not good for your hardwood. Okay, um, and like, so I just have a burned floor now. <laughs> yeah, correct. Yeah, and there's just the smell of smoke. 
Um, I'll go and open a close window so that I can at least start airing the place out. Okay, got it. Um, and then I'm going to look around to see if there's a reason, like, is the latch broken on the heater? Like, how, (laughs) how did the coal get out? The latch is totally fine. Huh. Um... Yeah, I think after that he would start making himself, like, start a kettle up to make some tea and just be, like, sitting, staring at the uh, heater, like, lost in thought. Okay, got it. Because he doesn't have anyone he could call and be like, hey, I've seen some shit. (laughs) 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 What... Did uh, Barnaby or what's his name say anything? What was that thing that he said post-mortem after the hand biting? Um, He said, you're going to be in here with me. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that doesn't And really... also roll me, for you, roll me sanity. Another sanity. Okay. Yeah, correct. Oh, I have 77. I got a 13. Okay, you are going to take... It's a D2, so just roll a D4 after that. Yeah, so... Pretty much... uh, Father Flanagan would just be making himself, like, a pot of tea to kind of, like, try to calm himself down after that. And just be, like, thinking about, like, how could have this have happened? What would have caused it? but not really coming to any conclusions. Okay, got it. Um, um, so, uh, <clears throat> the, uh, so you guys go to, um, uh, so we're going to fast forward to the next day. Mm-hmm. And um, a newspaper is actually going to get dropped off. And um, the uh, the newspaper is going to go into details on how uh, Bartabas, one of the historians who is doing a um, like some research, has actually passed away at Arkham Asylum. He died from a hanging, you know, he died in there. Um, and then it also there are other articles in there, and there are three people who worked at a, a construction site: Genley, Ainsworth, and Barton, and they're all dead. Oh. Um, Genley died because he got shocked with electrical wires. He was walking underneath some electrical wires. They fell down. He got killed. Um, another one died drowning when they went into a storm pipe. And, uh, the last one died in a home accident when he shot himself. Oh my God. (laughs) So just, just so I'm sure, uh, Barnabas's name was on the documents that Rose and Rachel got, correct? Um, yeah, er, so uh, the, yeah, or it was he was the one who originally got the documents. He was a historian, yeah, but, so but, they, but but we, but we've seen his name. It was connected to. Yeah, it. correct. Yeah, um, you've already seen his name before. I mean, I I think being a librarian, uh, liking liking to read stuff and whatnot. That uh, when the newspaper showed up in the morning, that uh, Rachel would look at it and read it and see that and just kind of be like, uh so that's not good. <laughs> and then the other thing is all the characters have read, this came in in the newspaper, so all of the characters are aware of this. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I Rachel would take that to Rose and just be like, um, you, uh, <laughs> not to be a cliche, but you should probably take a look at this. Huh. 
I start looking at it. I'm like, okay, so that's peculiar. Um, yeah. Well, the man was in Arkham. There has to be a reason. Well, yeah, there's there's that. Um, but there's also the fact that two men died at the dig site. And I think that's where those documents were found. Oh. Huh. Um, <laughs> is there like, can I do like a uh, history where it's like, oh, cursed items? <laughs> in history where it's like you know like annabelle she popped up whoever had her died that kind of thing oh the history of that particular location not that particular location but like is that a thing <laughs> like cursed items in in museums where it's like yeah you shouldn't have this because uh people die if you have it okay got it uh roll me a history check okay i got a 56 and my history is 80 okay nice um, you, um, so while it isn't necessarily the case, or actually, um, you do, wait, okay, so you do in fact know, um, that the, specifically the Thornblood documents, they were written by a guy named, um, uh, Artemis Walker, and he, um, he actually, uh, he actually got shot, he passed away violently, and a lot of his earlier documents, the reason people can't find them is because they all got burned. Oh, good. He got passed around between different people. Oh. Huh. Then I kind of would just, like, gently put the paper down and be like, okay, um, this, I mean, this could be very much superstition, but there seems to be a pattern, and I'd like to look into it. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Rachel's like, um, yeah, I, I think I might want to, too, though a lot of me is telling me not to. (laughs) That's fair. Uh, I think I kind of want to check out the asylum, see if he said anything about this before, you know, he was charged in. Admitted. (laughs) Rachel goes, oh, good. The place I said I didn't want to go to last night. Uh, Let's go. Okay. We're only visiting. (laughs) Uh, So I'm actually going to have you arrive there and meet with Douglas. Okay. (laughs) Nice. Morning, ladies. Morning. Hello. Uh, we uh we noticed in the uh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> bless you. Trying to fight it for so long. Sorry. We bl- we bl- we bless the priest. <laughs> yeah, he sneezed. <laughs> um. Uh, hi. Yes, we're here. We wanted to ask a few questions. We saw in the paper this morning that uh, Barnabas. Uh, oh God, what was his last name? Uh, Swindley. Uh, passed away last night. Uh, I came into uh, something of his just yesterday and was curious if he mentioned anything about it before he passed. Um, I'm sorry to say, besides Jim running his damn mouth, letting everyone know how he died, uh, he, the, the poor man was really incomprehensible. He was mumbling and shouting stuff i mean uh rachel what what was he shouting uh you know i think i think y'all should maybe see the doctor and maybe ask him those questions but as far as i know we don't we already sent all his belongings to his family um but i will start walking you guys through the uh 
through the asylum and we'll lead you up to the psychiatrist's room. Okay. Okay. Um, so basically the psycho- the psychiatrist is going to be just like, oh, it's a very common case of delirium. We see this all the time, you know, fear of that someone's trying to kill them, fear of, you know, that they're being followed, stuff like that. It's, uh, we see this uh, all the time in here. Very common. The, the, the being followed thing just kind of like sparks the memory in Rachel's head of the voice behind her. <laughs> um, and also kind of kicks up fear of being put in a place like this because she was hearing voices behind her. Uh, but she she says, "What what did he say was following him? Who was uh, it? Oh, it's some uh, entity. It starts with an H. Hig Hig. Um, that that name was on the documents, right? Yeah, correct. Hagdath. Yeah, yeah. Rachel will go Hagdath. Ah, yes, that one. Interesting. You piqued my interest, even like. Uh, yeah. Uh, Rachel's gonna share a look with Rose. <laughs> yeah, she's kind of just like." scratching her chin so they were like okay that's peculiar um uh, i work out of the museum and we just received a, a an artifact so to speak that uh, makes heavy mention of it uh, the papers that we received the manifest were actually from swindley and so we were hoping to ask him questions but you know well can't do that anymore yeah uh, actually I, m- I might have something and he like he gets up and he leaves and he kind of closes the door behind him and so you guys are left in his office and as you guys are in his office um the radio actually comes on just by itself and there's kind of this um, oh rachel's jumping <laughs> noise um and uh you hear kind of a low muttering coming from it and as that is happening you guys suddenly feel like really itchy and start kind of scratching yourself and then you start you just keep scratching like there's something but it's like under your skin so you start digging scratching and scratching and scratching and actually you are going to have to do a willpower save uh from actually clawing your flesh off <laughs>